Tell me you know someone really well without telling me that person has no idea who you are. That's basically what I'm going to do here. But welcome to the Me and Mariah podcast. Grab a drink, have a seat, take off your bra if you'd like. Okay, I'm Taylor, and I'm here with my longtime friend and lesbian, Blake. Hi. She's pretty much the captain of this ship. I'm just drinking margaritas on the Lido deck, talking to whoever happens to walk by. Anyways, if you're listening to this, chances are you follow my Instagram, Heavy Vanilla, where you've hopefully picked up on the fact that I am a true lamb, a real Mariah stan. This podcast is going to be basically me just vomiting all the Mariah files that I have stored in my brain for the last 28 years. We'll cover all 15 albums, all 19 number one singles, which is difficult to get. Not everybody has that. We're going to talk glitter, all the gloriously shady moments, and all the times our lives have almost intersected. Do you think that maybe I love Mariah even more than Mariah loves Mariah? If that's possible, yes. I mean, I know she really only listens to herself. Like, she openly has talked about how she gave birth to fantasy. But I've also, like, seen videos of her just chilling in her house listening to her own music. I, I think we all have. Uh, yeah, I can see that 100%. I've heard it from inside sources as well that that's, like, her favorite artist is herself. I'm a legend. Okay, but back to me. I literally have her face tattooed on my arm, goddammit. My therapist thinks that it might be a little unhealthy the way that I embed it into my personality so hard. But honestly, there's bigger areas of my life that we focus on during our sessions. So it is what it is. I am what I am. Wait a minute. Okay, that sounds like a Bible verse. We should look. Check Leviticus. Wait, like right now? You want me to check? You know what? Just chisel (laughs) it into some stone tablets. I'll call you Moses and we'll say we're right. I went to a Christian school for a little bit, so I got to know something from there. Okay, but anyways, you know how I think about it? Mariah Carey is my Jesus. That's why I've called her Messiah Carey since forever. And maybe after listening to this podcast, we can convert a couple people and they too can be saved by the almighty MC. You have tried to convert me, our whole friendship. Um, We're still working on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. Well, yeah, see, just like a Christian, I'm always trying to convert everyone I can on my way down. My grandma hates when I say (laughs) shit like that. I think that's why she's always praying for me. I don't mean to be offensive, really, when I say something like that. So if I offend you, I'm so sorry. But I really think that I look at her the way that any good Christian should be looking at Jesus. Oh, because she died for you? Oh, God, no. But let's be real. She would never do that. But she is eternal. She's got, like, everlasting life or whatever the fuck they call it. You know what, though? She did get me out of Bible camp in eighth grade two days early. Okay, explain. Well, I had tickets to see her Adventures of Mimi tour. I bought the tickets in the summertime before the school year had started. I didn't know it was on the same week. Lucky for me. I'd rather go see her than be shacked up in some dingy cabin in the woods with some Bible boys, baby. Are you sure? You know what? Actually, now that I think about it... <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty, Mama. But we can do a whole episode on that, so... Yeah, I agree. I've literally loved Mariah for as long as I can remember. It's like that New York quote from, I think, the first season of Flavor of Love, where she was like, as soon as I popped out of my mom, I was just in the know. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, it's it's been a long life affair for you. I was never a child that played with toys. I played with Mariah Carey CDs and money, magazines. You get it. Okay, it wasn't strictly Mariah. There was space in my heart for other queens. And a couple of the Spice Girls. For some reason, Posh never really did it for me. I was more of a baby in a scary spice. I had the dolls. Who were you? Who was I? 
Yeah. Which one? <laughs> um, <laughs> I loved Baby and Scary too, actually. Um, so who was I? Who was I? <laughs> um, so Spice Girls was my first ever concert. Loved them. Ugh. Um, my second concert though was Tori Amos. So that explains my childhood a little bit. Lesbian. Yep. What about Madonna and Britney? More like Fiona and Apple. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even know how to come. Wow. You really went there. Okay. Well, Madonna, Britney, and Mariah is literally my holy trinity. I know this podcast is going to be just about Mariah, but I feel almost the same for those other two. Almost. We can talk about them later. Yeah, um, Mariah is definitely your longest love, like purely based on how much you know and talk about Mariah. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's fair to compare her to anyone else, let's be honest. Y- you know, you're right. I can. Let me give you a little timeline. I'll, I'll do that. So, what I remember is kind of out of order because number one, it was so long ago, and two, these are literally memories from like right out of infancy, which is weird for people to remember, I feel like. Yeah, that's not typical. Well, some things I have completely wrong. Like, okay. I swear that my dad had a little braided ponytail. <laughs> no one else remembers it, though, and there's no pictures to prove me right, so I guess, I don't know. But I remember that he also bought me her first album for my third birthday, and then on Christmas that year, he gave me her Christmas album, which, that's great, and so I automatically had those two right out the gate. I didn't know they were the same girl, though. They have different hair. I can't fucking read. I'm three. But I did know how to work the CD player, and I knew that track two on the Christmas one was a bop, if you know, you know. And Someday was my jam on the other one. Okay, there you go. Like, why do you think your dad would even give you those at that age, three? I know, it seems so random, and I honestly never thought to ask, but he's the one who got me the Spice Girl dolls, too, and he exposed me to Madonna for the first time with the uh, Justify My Love VHS tape. Because it was banned from MTV, so you had to actually go and buy the tape if you wanted to see the music video. He said it was a gift, but I can't imagine from who. Oh, the memories. My guess, though, okay, is that my mom had the Daydream album in her car. And I was obsessed with fantasy. And, of course, being her baby. Always Be My Baby was, like, our song. So in my head, that memory comes after my dad giving me the CDs. But I think she had that already and maybe, like, told him about how into it I was. Aw. Yeah, I know. She even bought me the uh, concert on VHS, which I knew that was the same girl because Mama, she was wearing the same fucking outfit. Logic. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Somebody had tried to show me her MTV Unplugged performance at this time, and I was not buying it. I honestly watched that tape so much, though, that it stopped working, and my mom had to buy a second one. It's really funny to me that as a three-year-old, I was so in tuned with the hip and happening artist of the moment. One thing I wasn't in tune for, though, was the homophobia that comes with, like, Mariah Carey when you're 12. I'm eternally 12. Okay, so is that when you knew you were mm, more of a David Bowie than a David Hasselhoff? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I did know? I knew that I wanted my robe to touch the back of my ankles and not the back of my knees. And if that makes sense, I... I gotcha. Otherwise, I don't know how else to put it. I get it. I, I, I <laughs> yep. Well, good. <laughs> so pretty much at this point in time, though, Mariah Carey had already had her butterfly moment. But baby, we were over here just crawling around like a caterpillar. I kind of stopped paying attention to her also, like, circa touch my body. We can do a deep dive on Nick Cannon for a future episode if that's something that y'all would want to hear. I really doubt it, though. But that was really a time when I thought maybe I would lose my deep admiration. You can never... Well, I always knew that as a kid, my mom loved Michael Jackson and Bobby Brown. 
I have no memories of her still standing for them. She was not up on what they were doing like I was on Mariah. She didn't even buy their new music. She wouldn't even watch Being Bobby Brown, which is crazy because that's a big opportunity missed if you think about it now. I feel like there's a difference somehow with your love for Mariah Carey. Like, just knowing the progression of your life, it's shown up in every single stage. And it feels like it's, like you said, it's embedded. So there's got to be something there. Like, it's part of your destiny. I just assumed everyone has their people, and then they grow out of it and move on. But that obviously didn't happen for me, thank God. It may have dimmed a little bit, but baby, never left. Yeah, so I remember one of the first times I knew how hardcore you were about Mariah Carey. It was ninth grade. And from memory, you started listing all of her albums and singles in order without skipping a beat. And there were a lot. And I'd do it again. (laughs) You probably could. (laughs) Trust me, it's stronger than it's ever been, that skill. I'll show you. That's what we're doing with this podcast. I feel like maybe the Me and Mariah podcast was my calling. Is this the only Mariah Carey flavored podcast? No. Is this the best Mariah Carey flavored podcast? Also, probably no. But, like, this is what I'm meant to do. Even though I'm not really meant to do anything I just want to be. But I feel like if I'm going to do something, it should be talk about Mariah Carey. Mm, it, no, nothing has ever felt so right, let me tell you. I literally spent my entire childhood envisioning that my adult self would be somewhat close to this woman, but... That's crazy if you think about it. I feel like I'm destined to be in her life, whether she welcomes it or not. We've definitely come really close, but there's still a gap to fill. Maybe when she calls in, we can close that gap. She's calling in, right? Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can... Honestly, when she calls, we'll talk about the fact that we both have sustained minor injuries in each other's presence. Okay, uh, when you fainted? I lost oxygen, baby. I couldn't breathe. I was a nine-year-old asthmatic without my puffer. And God herself was standing before me. What do you expect to happen? I'm not surprised, but how did that hurt her? Oh, it didn't. Oh, I thought you said she was hurt. Do you mean like emotionally hurt? Oh, no, no, no. That was a different time. She got whacked in the back of her head by a giant butterfly wing. You can YouTube it. You know, I'm surprised that you didn't pass out when we went to the taping of her Christmas special like 10 years ago. Because you were pretty excited. Okay, I have to admit, I was excited. The whole production experience... Um, the audience, the costumes. It was a really beautiful experience. Um, waiting in line wasn't. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> being told to sit towards the back wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it was It was really cool. Two things I remember most about that whole show was... Okay, three things. Yeah, like how long it took, the whole process of sitting and filming and starting over, and her eyebrows. Remember how obsessed I was with eyebrows at the time? And hers were literally airbrushed on so perfectly I could have died for them well i had shaved my eyebrows at one point you were obsessed with eyebrows for years you would actually ask me to bring eyebrow makeup wherever we were hanging out (laughs) to put your eyebrows on before we went in why didn't you bring it today (laughs) sorry okay but the last thing that really sticks out about that show was when a certain artist uh was filming a music video on the street outside remember yeah, she was singing. I didn't know she sang. I thought she rapped or whatever. Yeah. She was in the back of this Corvette or so, I don't know, some open air car. I don't know cars. Um, <laughs> um, wearing a wig. It's really funny that we saw her there because they don't get along at all. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but you saw them on American Idol. It wasn't a match. Well, at least we know that me and Mariah are a match, right? She cried when she saw my tattoo. But I don't count it as meeting her because she was talking to me from the stage. It's different when you're face to face. 
Yeah, that was the closest you've ever gotten to her, though. So it's a story worth diving into. I don't remember what her eyebrows looked like, though. But she was probably wearing like three or four sets of lashes. What do I know? I'm not a drag queen. I knew she was looking at me in the eyes, but I could not see her eyes. But that's okay. She was, she saw me through all that mink or whatever they make expensive lashes out of. It's probably human lashes. Could you imagine? Freshly plucked from the nannies. I would give her my lashes. Fuck, I already gave her my left arm. Okay, you know that movie, The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood? The mom's got both boys, one hanging off of one arm, one on the other, hanging off a cliff, you know? She's got to pick one because she can't pull them both up. Yeah, I know where this is going. Okay, well, <laughs> if I was ever in that situation, like Mariah on one arm and like a dearly beloved family member on the other, I mean, either way, I'm going to have to live with the fact that I just dropped somebody to their death. And then I'm going to have to hear all the bitching from my family about picking Mariah over them. Ugh. Oh, no. Well, thank you so much for listening to our first episode. I feel like I just accomplished so much, but also nothing at the same time. It's very much a metaphor for the rest of my life. But, all right, I'm tired of talking. I'm pretty sure I might be parked illegally, so I should probably check that. But you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Heavy Vanilla. Until next week. So, um, I will holler back soon and hope all is well. Lots of love to you and God bless. Bye-bye.